Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Hi, and welcome back to this episode with Lisa Chan. Lisa's mission is to enlighten women to be liberated in their sexuality through the creation of through Trafel, a cannabis-infused aphrodisiac chocolate. She is able to share the tools that reignite that feeling of intensity for couples. Lisa holds an MBA in Sutter School of Business at UBC and has established business in the field of real estate development. Hi and welcome, Lisa. Hi, Victoria. How are you doing? Really well. I'm so glad to have you here with us. So speak, you know, about chocolate. It's always like such an interesting topic. <laughs> and I'm like a big, big chocolate lover. I already shared with you. I wanted to have my chocolate company years ago and then I chose coaching. But I am big, 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 big fan. So I would love to know your story. How did you create the chocolate, your truffle? Truffle. Yeah, so I've always been one that was passionate about cooking and experimenting. But what really started it for me was I, at the time when I turned 40, I was going through what I thought was a midlife crisis. Because at the time, I was already married for 24 years. No, sorry, I was married for 14, but I've been with the same guy for 24 years. So Needless to say, things were getting a little bit boring and I was going through a midlife boredom and I just thought, okay, well, life can't be like this, having the same sex to the same guy for the rest of my life. No, I got to do something about it. So that's when I started experimenting with cannabis. And right around that time, 2017, 2018 was when Canada legalized cannabis throughout the whole country. So it was a very exciting time. And I that's when I started experimenting with cannabis, edibles specifically. And I realized that THC in cannabis is an aphrodisiac. And what it does, it totally enhances the so that you know the orgasms become mind-blowing and that was what got me hooked <laughs> well who doesn't want crazy orgasms <laughs> that's right we call it going from maintenance sex to mind-blowing sex vacation sex at home oh I love that yeah, so I, I started experimenting. I'm like, wow, this is really good stuff. Maybe I can start making my own chocolates because I have so many friends. So like, once I'm on this bandwagon, I just go full speed and I'm all in. I just started telling everybody about it. I'm like, gosh, have you tried it for, you know, for as an aphrodisiac? And then I started just making my own chocolate like a high quality chocolate because I'm not a big fan of like candies and gummies what they have out there so I started making a really high quality infused aphrodisiac chocolate and had so many guinea pigs lined up <laughs> the big, biggest guinea pig of course was my own husband 
And because of his willingness and openness to try cannabis and uh, to try new things and that, it totally recreated our relationship. So now it's been four years since I've been on this journey. I'm on my fourth marriage to the same guy. Oh, that is so cool. It's so, so always so heartwarming to hear it when people reignite and like have that love for us for such a long time. And it's beautiful, interesting, as aphrodisiac chocolate. So now we know where to go. <laughs> if you have some things now we know what to do. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, the, the really fun part about this all, I think, was discovering what I wanted in my sexuality. So just, and how did I do that? I started normalizing the conversations around sex with my friends. So I was, I'm a questioner, I'm a natural questioner. So I was asking them questions like, when was the last time you passionately kissed your partner? Or, you know, like, when was the last time you had that intense in love feeling with your, your husband or your boyfriend? And it really made, you know, created these conversations such as like, you know, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you know, what does it even mean to, for, what's the definition of a man that's good and bad or a woman that's good and bad? Like those are the kind of conversations that we were normalizing where as before, I never talked about it at all. Like coming from the Asian Chinese background, we were very quite conservative. But then the more I started being vulnerable with myself, I realized that people were open to being vulnerable with me. And that caused this kind of authenticity, but even more importantly is like this uninhibition that I was willing to speak my truth and willing to ask those hard questions, which is a very masculine trait sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how did you inspire others, women, to be sexual liberated? Well, I got them to try my chocolates. <laughs> that was a big piece of it. Because I, I realized when people um, use cannabis, their ego goes down. Like they, they get out of their head and into their heart. And that's the feminine part that I really love that cannabis brings out in people. It brings out the heart and makes the ego go away temporarily anyway. And, but it's a muscle, you know, as you, you start building that muscle about speaking your truth, being authentic and talking about sex, even when you're sober, if you talk about it enough, it just becomes the new normal. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And you touched on, you know, you say that's like very masculine, tra very masculine trade of asking, but like receiving, which had a little bit before this interview, receiving, it's very feminine trade mm -hmm. of, and you can't receive if you don't ask. So how do we really dance with this? Exactly. That's a very good question. So what I devised was a, a three-step process to owning my sexual pleasure. And that is three steps. Number one is discovering what you want. Number two, asking for what you want. And then finally, number three, getting what you want. And these three traits, I realized it could be applied to everything in life. Not, but if you could master the sex part, asking for what you want in sex, there really isn't anything else you couldn't ask for. <laughs> because asking for what you want in bed is really scary. And it, it took me uh, 
quite, quite a few years to get that, to get there. But once I was able to do it, it was, it felt so liberating and free. That's amazing. So how does that will help us in business in that energy that you've creating through sex or through chocolate, eating chocolate? Yeah, well, you know, discover the three-step process, like the discovering what you want, how I think that's very important in business, especially when you're starting out, or you could constantly reevaluate the why. Like, why are you in business? Why are you doing the business that you're doing? Where, where, what is the passion there that got you started? So be very, very clear on what it is that you want and what your why in, in your business. That is key number one most important thing. So my why was born from the boredom and being with someone for very long and the desire to be desired, to be in a passionate relationship. I think everybody can admit that they want to be accepted and loved, but not many people are willing to admit that they want to be desired, especially sexually. So having that recognition and putting that out there is really important. So put it, put it out there what you want in your business. And then once you're clear on that, start asking for it. So selection is very important. Ask the right people. <laughs> so what, whatever you need to move your business ahead, isolate who those people are and start asking those people for what it is that you want. And of course, you have to bring value to them too, right? So, you know, it could be information exchange, networking exchange, referrals, any one of those ways. The important thing is asking the right people the right questions. And lastly, getting what you want. That is the, the easy part, you would think. But again, as a woman, are supposed to be good at receiving because that's a feminine trait, but not all of us are. So we need how to learn how to receive gracefully. And that is the key. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is so key. The divine masculine and divine feminine, it's always a learning for us. It's always a lesson. I'm kind of curious on how did you create the company, right? The chocolate and what, what really got in the way maybe sometimes or obstacles that you've faced while creating a new business because real estate where you at and chocolate it's like two completely different worlds and welcome most women still use a masculine to-do list to try and get a lot of done and end up not getting the most profitable work done so if you want to actually get things done more efficiently, you need to work in flow with your feminine energy. Aligning your unique rhythms will help you make more money. Download our Purposeful Day Guide, link in the description below. Yes, you know, I'm very, very blessed that I was very successful early on in my real estate career. So money was never an issue for me in creating this chocolate business. In the beginning, my husband used to, used to make a joke and say, you know, you're making like hundreds of dollars <laughs> in my chocolate business. 
But, you know, to me, it, it was never about the money. It was always about inspiring women and motivating them to be sexually liberated. Because I believe if you could get, if you could ask for what you want and get what you wanted bad, there's nothing else you couldn't do. So it, that's a huge obstacle for a lot of women. So my chocolate business is more about, it's more like a mission, I would, I would say. Uh, a mission to that we provide tools and chocolates and e educational, we have educational events, we call them play shops and edu parties where women and men and couples can come together and we can learn about each other, like how we work and stuff like that. There's this one seminar that we do and we will be offering it as a free promo online in, in the near future. But what it is is discovering your sex language. We all know what our love language is, the five love languages. But there's four sex types that we belong to. And before knowing that, I thought I was weird or like, cause we would talk about things with girlfriends and like, you like that? Oh, you like role play? Mm, I don't know if I do. Like, so after all that discussion, we just realized we're, we're not weird. We're just different. We're like what we desire and what we find sexy and what we turns us on is completely different to what turns him on or her on. So knowing what turns you on is very important. So it's, it, yeah, it's important to know what your sex type, sex language is. What are they? What are the four? The four? Okay. Um, let's, start, let's try to put ourselves in the bucket of sex language. I'm curious. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So a good friend of mine, Petra Zebra, I'm giving her credit for this because she's writing a book on this, this whole topic is there the four types she used to coach uh, she's a sex therapist so when couples would go to her and they would be fighting about uh desire and turn-ons and stuff like that she noticed like groupings of people wanting the same things so she devised a test and there now i think there's like hundreds and thousands of people that's already filled out the survey so there's a lot of credibility to this so the four types that she identified the first type is me like i'm an intimate so why was i able to stay in a relationship for 28 years with the same guy it's because i value intimacy i value emotional connection i do not do well with one night stands that's my type intimate i'm also a sensualist so i love being massaged, being touched. I love all the senses, you know, like the smells, the candles. I want it all. Like it's for me, gourmet, it's gourmet sex, I call it slow sex. It's just, you know, no hurry at all. That's how I define a man that's good in bed, a man that is in no hurry at all. So moving on to the third type, what we call a behaviorist. So that is all about the act. They love the role plays. They love the costumes. They love, it's about my, you know, it's about the mind, you know, really getting into there and picturing the mind. Like maybe those are the kind of guys that send DPs over a tax. <laughs> but as an intimate, I do not want, I do not find that attractive at all. But those people that are sending naked pictures, very high chance that they are probably a behaviorist. 
nothing wrong, but that's their type, right? Before knowing that there was a type like that, I used to think they're weird, but nothing wrong with that type. <laughs> and the fourth one? And the fourth one is actually a very common, uh, more common type for women. And we call those the attractors. So attractors, they love to be adored. They love to be admired. They love to flirt. They like to lead people on without going anywhere because they just love the tease. They love, you know, the, the play and, and the, the chase. That's what they love. Those are attractors. And they, you can tell because they are usually the very well-dressed ones. They, you know, they look good to feel good. So those are the attractors. Nothing, and again, nothing wrong with that too. But realizing that you are an attractor takes out the judgment in, in you know, what we think of other people if we know that's their type. That is so cool. I love it. I'm pretty sure that everybody who's listening put themselves in the in the one bucket or another. Yeah, I, I can actually leave a link on the show on your show notes yes. with the and survey, so people we, can actually take the survey and see what type they are. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Just you can always send me uh, to my community number, like the, the, what their type are there. If you don't want to chat, or always, always welcome. And uh, this is so interesting. So we are all different. And again, it's, it's like love language. We get to know each other love language. And I feel like so good to, to know each other's sex language yeah. so that you are not just in love together, but actually having a great sex because that's yeah. two different that's, things. That's very important. It's and, yeah. Well, underestimate how important it is, but yeah, I say my, my girlfriends, we all agree. There are no bitchy women out there. They're just I don't, I don't know if I can swear, but women that are not having enough sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like in society, I'm Russian. And like in Russia, uh, being very like sexual, it's it just so shame. Like people will, you know, they will, they're very conservative. They're very conservative, like in Asia. So, I mean, they look beautiful and gorgeous, like in Moscow. But like if you go to the whole Russia, it's very conservative. If you have something like this, it's like, oh, my gosh, like put on something on uh, yourself. <laughs> well, so, you know, I was kind of like shamed. It's like more of a shame to be that feminine. And that's where women carry on a lot. And I believe that sex is definitely a big part of our life. We don't get to shame or be embarrassed about it. And the right, the sacral chakra that this what gives us joy it's actually it's a very feminine energy and it's manifesting like crazy if you have a happy sexual life you will have manifestation like every day happening like crazy i truly believe that wonderful things has happened ever since i i created the chocolate business and for all the women and my girlfriends around me their sex life has just changed dramatically like their relationships and then it's like this trickle effect because the the partners are happier and then the kids are happier and the community is happier it's just it all yeah it's just so wonderful to be able it's to all sex sites yeah. together all sides together well thank you so much what do you what is your next adventure chocolate do you have like any ideas what do you gonna create uh, chocolate yes, some um, cool chocolate cho I will continue to offer the chocolates, but I'm gonna be focusing more on the other tools that are necessary to have a fulfilling sex life, such as 
more of these seminars and, and play parties in person after COVID is over. We're going to have more in-person events where we had so much fun just connecting with other women and being able to talk about sex in a removing the shame about when you're talking about sex. And that I want to do more of. I want to do more speaking, building my personal brand. So please follow me on Instagram, Desire Trafel, spelled D-E-S-I-R-E-T-R-U-F-E-L-L-E. So Trafel, it stands for truffles for her, Trafel. So how a good way to remember is I fell for Trafel. That's how we pronounce it. And we're also on Facebook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Under the Super same awesome. I know that Lisa is offering if you follow her on Instagram and DM her that I know that the seminar is coming up on yeah. how to discover your sex language yes. and exactly. getting deeper into that. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. People have a lot of fun doing that seminar. And even um, it's going to be offered online because we don't know when we can have it in person yet, but it will, it will be just as powerful. Awesome. Well, beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on and, you know, openly share about these topics that are not usually shared openly about it. And thank you so much. And thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode and this show. If you want to find all links, they're going to be linked in show notes or here or here. So definitely <laughs> follow it. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Victoria. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you and we'll see you in the next show. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithdoubleldate.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses.